Section 20 of The Judgment of Valhalla by Gilbert Franca. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Nemo. One of them, six, continues, symptomatically terse, this first of serials and doggerel verse. O oh, Jill, my peerless, perfumed, powdered darling, quintessence of all fairies I've adored in London's lanes, by Devon Budley's farling, at Berkeley's, Kettner's, Ritz's, Carlton's board. Jill, whose white hands ne'er knew rough house works gnarling, whose clothes not twenty coxes could afford. How shall man sing the seasoned sea-sprung carriage in which you rolled from that first kiss to marriage? What days they were, what noontimes and what twilights. The whole wide earth seemed fashioned for your pleasure, its very heavens, gold and crystal skylights, whereunder you picked orchid blooms at leisure. For others, shadowed gloom for you the highlights the pomp the pride the dance's twanging measure and if one begged take coin you'd say and toss at her poor thing that skirt was never cut by rossiter dear rotten days and yet a jack grows wistful at thoughts of all the jills whom he remembers, in times when he had boodle by the fistful, and fires of youth where now are only embers. Jack's jills, why Muse possesses quite a listful, May's jill and June's jill, August's and September's, yet dares no more than skim each light adventure which followed on flirtation ship's indenture. For there's a tide in the affairs of flappers, of those, at least, that West End mothers breed. Your wapping matrons more inclined to slap hers, a vulgar trick, yet one which serves some need. A springtime blood tide mounting to young nappers, Heady as wine, a mischief-making mead, which, though a man find every known excuse for him, to put it mildly, does the very deuce for him. And shall my sweetest muse, than whom none chaster, e'er fluttered to console the middle-aged time of any neurasthenic poetaster? Ope her full throat to sing Jill's prentice rage time, the unnerving doubts, the certainties which braced her, the follied moments in the ensuing sage time, the major and the minor bards who sung to her, the men who knelt, the little friends who clung to her. The last strange morning dreams the tea trays rattle, the letters opened, skimmed, and tossed aside, the leisured getting up, 
the breakfast prattle, the summoning phone bell in the midday ride, the lunch, the afternoons of tittle-tattle, town's latest scandal, dance, divorce, or bride, the dear boys, climbers, parties, portion-stalkers, the furtive teas at Charbonnel and Walker's, the morny-scented bath before the dinner, the deaf maid's fingers in the unruly hair, the risque talk of some sweet social sinner, half heard across the table's candle glare, the bridge so much too high for a beginner, the ball, the moment's whisper on the stair, the thousand faces, phases, thoughts, books, travelings, which whirl youth's silk cocoon in its unravelings. Ah, no, not ours with huckstering pen to retail, how slumberous beauties wake from girl time's dozing. Let Huber Wales in D. H. Lawrence detail the purfled passion blossoms slow unclosing. No rainbow's purple e'er shall tinge our she-tail. No censor's yoke restrain its swift composing. Moreover, quite apart from muse's purity, there's nothing half so dull as immaturity. So please imagine, though I know it's risky, to trust in Britons for imagination, save those rare few whom peacetime's hoarded whiskey still fires to spiritual exaltation, or such as stand when questioning house grows frisky, pat on their first inspired asseveration. Jill, as she was in times of sugared plenty, the Bond Street goddess, E. Tot three and twenty. Goddess indeed, these meagre days that skimp us, poor mortals, bullied, badged, and bond and rationed. Scarce knows that breed which once on high Olympus flaunted in radiant raiment, poire fashioned. Goddess indeed, a self sure jade-eyed slim puss of life's each latest luxury impassioned sleek mateless restless rampant supple sinewed sharp-clawed capricious and to be continued end of poem End of the Judgment of Valhalla by Gilbert Frankow